good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Thailand's army-run TV channel to broadcast Russian, Chinese and Iranian news, Songkran will be a test for endemic status. The BMA to decide on Songkran's water splashing and Phuket is still implementing a 10-day quarantine for close contacts. I'm Kira Mack and you're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. The Thai Expat Daily Show is part of the affiliation program of NordVPN. Protect your privacy and rights. Get an exclusive Nord VPN deal down in the link in the description. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Go ahead and try Nord VPN. And we'll start off with the first story of the day. Thailand's army-run TV channel meets Russia-Ukrainian ambassadors, defends the move. Thailand's army-run Channel 5 executives met with the Ukrainian ambassador to Thailand three days after meeting the Russian ambassador to Thailand for cooperation in news coverage while defending the move, amid criticism that followed the meeting with the former, saying that both meetings are intended to help the news channel present balanced news coverage of the Russian-Ukraine conflict to the Thai audience. The channel scheduled a press conference on the cooperation in informational exchanges with Russia, China and Iran this afternoon, but cancelled considering the meeting with the Ukrainian embassy. Managing Director of Channel 5, General Rangsi Kityan Sap, offered the explanation that he visited the Ukrainian embassy this morning to discuss possible cooperation with media in Ukraine. General Rangsi said that the station has also approached several other embassies with the same objective. He said the two countries in conflict are, as expected, presenting their own version of the news and the audience, particularly in Thailand, is unable to know which side is speaking the truth. So the Thai audience can hear both sides of the story instead of relying only on the Western media. I do not mean to say that the audience must believe what Channel 5 says, but I want the Thai people to have access to news information from as many sources and aspects as possible, he said. He also said that Channel 5 would not attempt to judge which side in the conflict is right or wrong because we do not know the truth so the people should have access to both sides of the story and judge for themselves. He maintained that Channel 5 did not cross the line by getting involved in international affairs and simply wants to do a better job as a provider of news coverage. Now, I'm not 100% sure what the other side is in relation to the Russian-Ukraine conflict. If we want to break down this whole event and put it in its most simplistic form, Russia invaded a sovereign nation and is killing men, women and children on a daily basis. I'm not quite sure what the other side needs to be put to the Thai people. Maybe it's to condone their their lack of humanitarian aid to Ukraine or something like this to the Thai people. I'm not quite sure what this is all about. I think it does show why military should never be in charge of the news and should have nothing to do with broadcasting in any country. I find it highly disturbing that the military actually own a news channel in Thailand and they're allowed to broadcast Russian propaganda 
to Thailand and allowed to condone it without reprimand from a higher authority. It just really just go to show where the media is here in this country. But I'll leave it up to you. What do you think about this whole situation in Thailand with regard to the media promoting Russian television and media promoting Iranian Chinese media? I suppose next could be North Korea. I'd love to know your thoughts as always down below in the comment section. And moving along, Thailand to bar use of digital assets for payments for goods services from April. Thailand's Security and Exchange Commission has issued a set of regulations to be applied to digital assets operators, which take effect on April 1st, barring them from using digital assets as a means of payment for goods and services. The regulations are intended to control the use of digital assets as a means of payment to prevent cybercrime, money laundering, data leaks and any threat to financial stability and economic system. The use of digital assets for investment is not affected by the new regulations. Now, according to the regulations, all digital asset operators are barred from providing services or acting in any way which is deemed as supporting or promoting the use of digital assets as a means of payment for goods and services, such as advertising, and from persuading people to use digital assets as a means of payment. Businesses will have until the end of April to comply with the new rules. The prohibition covers the opening of e-wallets or the provision of tools or systems to facilitate the use of digital assets as a means of payment for goods and services. In case a customer of a digital asset operator is found to have used their digital asset as a means of payment, the operator must immediately warn that customer to stop the practice as it is deemed to contravene the operator's regulations. The operator may suspend providing services to such a customer. The regulations cover digital asset exchanges, cryptocurrencies, digital tokens, digital asset brokers and traders. Before the issuance of the regulations, the SEC, the Ministry of Finance and the Bank of Thailand engaged in extensive discussions about the pros and cons of digital assets, the use of which have been rapidly increasing in Thailand. Public hearings were held through January and February with all stakeholders to gauge their views of the digital asset sector and its potential impact on financial stability and the economy. Now, with all the talk about Songkran and Endemic, a hospital dean has basically said that Songkran will be a test if COVID-19 can become endemic in Thailand. The Songkran festival in mid-April will determine whether the COVID-19 pandemic, which has wrought havoc for more than two years, will gradually transform into an endemic disease in Thailand after the easing of numerous restrictions, said Professor Dr. Prasit Watanapa, dean of the Faculty of Medicine of Sirira Hospital. He noted that many people are expected to return to their homes in upcountry provinces and many others are expected to travel across provinces during the long break, resulting in more social interactions and group activities. During last year's Songkran, he said that the COVID-19 situation worsened, adding, however, that the significant difference between last year and this year is that more people have been vaccinated and though the Omicron variant is spreading faster than previous strains, it is less potent than previously dominant strains such as Delta. Another difference, said Dr. Prasit, is that the infection rate after the New Year break, despite the relaxation of restrictions, remains stable, which, he pointed out, is a healthy sign that the public is being more compliant with safety measures. He disclosed that currently there are about 2.2 million elderly people who are yet to be vaccinated, as he urged them to get inoculated before the holidays. He also urged Songkran revelers who are planning to travel to self-administer rapid antigen tests and to wear face masks at all times while traveling. Earlier in March, the National Communicable Disease Committee approved the Public Health Ministry's plan to classify COVID-19 as endemic disease starting on July 1st 
if things go according to plan. To be able to be classified as endemic disease, the death ratio must not exceed 1 in 1,000 people infected or 0.1%. The current death rate is from 0.19% to 0.2%. According to the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration, while some Songkran celebrations such as traditional water splashing, processions, concerts and other activities may be held this year, pre-approval must be sought from authorities for entertainment and recreational activities. The Bangkok Metropolitan Administration will hold a new normal Songkran celebration on April 12-14 at Recha Prasong Commercial District, but with no splashing of water. And that leads us into the BMA to decide on Songkran now. The Bangkok Metropolitan Administration will on Monday consider whether to allow water splashing activities on Kaosan Road during Songkran as requested by business operators. Business operators in the popular backpacker area and tourist spots in other provinces such as Chiang Mai, Phuket and Pattaya on Thursday submitted a joint petition to the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration asking it to ease the ban. The CCSA previously agreed that the annual celebration could proceed provided there was no alcohol at organised events. People will also be encouraged to engage in traditional activities without water splashing. Business operators along Kaosan Road complained the measures would cause them to lose income. City clerk Kachit Chatawanit said the Bangkok Communicable Disease Committee will meet to consider their request. Any decision from the committee on Monday will be followed by an announcement the following day. Committee will consider what is best for Bangkok residents, Mr. Kachit said. Now, the president of the Association of Business Operators on Kaosan Road said the group has presented measures for screening and limiting participants for consideration by the CCSA. We will put in place measures to handle revelers on the 400-metre stretch of Kaosan Road. We want to explain to the government that the country is trying to welcome back tourists, particularly in the summer when the Songkran Festival will be held, he said. But the famous water splashing is banned. With such a ban, how can we attract them to the country, he said. We asked the government to allow the activity on 12 to 15 to promote the festival, said Mr. Sanya. Apisat Siranson, assistant spokeswoman for the CCSA, said the Songkram festivities must be held in line with precautions from the Public Health Ministry, particularly a ban on water fights and powder smearing and the sale of alcohol in public. Songkran events can still be held as long as the right precautions are taken and people can travel to other provinces to visit their relatives and take part in traditional activities there, Dr. Apisamai said. Opal Carson Winpong, Director General of the Department of Disease Control, said provincial communicable disease authorities can propose a relaxation of the restrictions on Songkran activities to the CCSA's operations centre, which will be forwarded then to the CCSA. In Chiang Mai, which will be reclassified by the CCSA as a blue zone, promoted for tourism from April 1st, local business operators are busy preparing for an influx of tourists over Songkran. The Deputy Director of the Tourism Authority of Thailand's Chiang Mai branch welcomed the CCSA's decision. He said an estimated 100,000 tourists are expected to visit the northern province during Songkran and operators of hotels and restaurants are willing to strictly follow COVID-19 precautions. The number of confirmed daily cases of COVID hit 27,024 during the past 24 hours, with 82 COVID-related fatalities recorded, the Public Health Ministry announced on Thursday. The figure did not include the 26,768 positive results from ATKs, however. Well, there you have it. The Kaosan Road operators and some other operators around the country are complaining they can't have water splashing this year. Now, I'm all in favour of getting back to normal, but there has been conditions put on the reopening of this country, and one of them is 
a lower COVID number in relation to deaths and daily figures. And I do fear that a bit like last year, operators put profit ahead of the long-term vision of getting the country reopened and we paid the price because still we're not really open after one year now i think the idea that they're going to lose money because people aren't going to come if they can't have water splashing and water games is a little nonsensical and very childish because at the end of the day most people coming to thailand at the moment understand the country still has restrictions and certain things are allowed and certain things are not allowed and I'm sure a well-balanced tourist would say and think to themselves well Songkran and the water splashing more than likely won't be going ahead due to the risk of spreading COVID and this country has at present probably some of the toughest restrictions to enter the country if you look on the overall global stage because many people have gotten rid of everything and Thailand continues to have restrictions People are not booking holidays now abroad to come for Songkran it's just not happy because one of the main things that are putting people off now is the price of flights to Thailand. And they certainly are going up. I've been looking at the flights and the prices are going up with the cost of oil, etc. rising and it's going to affect airline price tickets. So that's the least of their worries, whether or not people can come and splash water on each other. I do think that looking at the long-term goal of getting the country open, knowing that if things after Songkran are stabilized, we will have the Thailand Pass gotten rid of, and people will be able to enter the country freely. That should be the goal, not three days of partying on Khao San Road. And that's my personal opinion on this. I want the country to reopen so that everybody can make a living, not just a few bars on Khao San Road. At the end of the day, I think the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration, I'm not sure where they're going to go with this. I do know that they can say, yes, they open, but it has to go back to the CCSA for approval. So who knows what will really happen there. I do know also that the Phuket governor has issued a notice saying that water splashing in Phuket is banned and I'm not really sure they're going to fight too hard to overchange it. I do know that some local officials, for example, in Phuket are looking at the long-term goal of getting the country fully reopened so that everybody can profit from a fully reopened Thailand. And I think that has to be the focus right now. Not, as I said, on three days of water splashing and powder washing and all kinds of things that you can't control once alcohol has been introduced to the whole situation also i'm not sure how many backpackers are roaming around thailand at the moment that's another thing in relation to khao san road i do know that over the last couple of years khao san road has become very popular with thai people now because while well, there was no foreigners and they've had to pivot towards the thai market so i don't know if it's international tourists they're now seeking out or maybe it is but it was very very popular with Thai people and of course having to pivot because you didn't have the international customer has been a good thing for many people it's helped them to readjust their business strategy what I think also is a good thing but yeah I'd love to know what you think about it all guys do you think that water splashing and the whole party atmosphere should be allowed do you think it should be restricted with the goal of having the country fully reopened after Songkran I'd love to know your thoughts as always guys down below in that comment section now, as brought to you in our last show and confirmed today, Thailand Pass withdrawal RT-PCR test waiver upon arrival to be proposed. The Ministry of Tourism and Sports will propose to the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration that the Thailand Pass requirement for all international arrivals be revoked and that the RT-PCR test required upon arrival be replaced with the quicker rapid antigen tests. 
According to the Tourism and Sports Minister, Pia Pat Retchabakarn, the replacement of the RT-PCR test on arrival tentatively set to start on May 1st, with antigen tests conducted by formal medical facilities, would only be possible if COVID-19 infections and deaths during and after the long Songkran holiday in April remained stable at between 50 and 60,000 cases a day, including those who have only tested positive using ATK tests and daily fatalities do not exceed 100. The CCSA will also be asked to consider the Ministry of Tourism and Sports proposal to revoke the Thailand Pass, expected on June 1st, to encourage more tourists to visit Thailand without the need to apply for Test and Go, Sandbox or other quarantine programs. Thailand Pass was introduced on November 1 last year when Thailand reopened to international travellers who had to apply for the pass at least seven days before their departure. At least 7 million tourists are projected to visit Thailand this year, against a projected target of 10 million. Revenues from tourists this year are estimated to be about 30% of those recorded in 2019 and to be on par with 2019 revenues in the next two years. Now moving along, high-risk contact tourists still face quarantine in Phuket. Tourists staying at hotels who are deemed to be high-risk contacts will continue to be quarantined for 10 days, according to an order issued by the Phuket governor, Narang Wun-si, late last night. High-risk contacts must be quarantined in their hotel room, but separated from any person deemed to have been infected with COVID-19, according to the order, one of the four issued by Governor Narang last night. They must be tested for COVID-19 by ATK method antigen test kit on the 5th and 10th day of the quarantine period. If the tourists test negative by ATK on day 5 of their quarantine period and show no signs of infection, the tourists may be allowed to venture out of their hotel room to enjoy the common areas of the hotel. However, the high-risk contact must remain separated from the infected person until the infected person has completed the quarantine period. In the event that high-risk contacts do not want to quarantine in the room during the first five days, they can be tested for COVID-19 by RT-PCR or ATK method before leaving the room on a daily basis. If the test result is negative and the tourist shows no sign of infection, the tourist is able to leave the room to use the common area within the hotel or accommodation. They must wear a mask at all times, keep their distance from other people and not share meals with others. They must also wash their hands with alcohol gel before touching items and appliances that must be shared with other people, the order said. The order allowed high-risk contacts to stay in the same hotel room as the person deemed to have been infected under certain conditions. In the case the high-risk contact does not want to move to a separate room from the infected person, they must stay within the room and must not leave the room throughout the period of 10 days, the order said. Sharing accommodation with an infected person shall be regarded as a day of exposure to the disease the order noted. Roommates can be tested for COVID-19 by ATK method on a daily basis or be tested on day 5 and 10. If the test results are positive, they will have to remain quarantined for 10 days from the day of testing positive, the order also continued to state. The order mandated that the hotel or accommodation provider must arrange for an SHA plus manager to supervise the COVID-19 testing on high-risk contacts. The order comes as Phuket Health officials themselves are admitting that 95% of the recent COVID-19 infections on the island are asymptomatic or exhibit only mild signs of infection. Such people, if they are island residents, are only required to self-isolate at home. So that's some very interesting news because in other provinces and particularly Everywhere else in Thailand, high-risk contacts only have to quarantine for seven days. So I have absolutely no idea 
why they're being forced to quarantine for 10 days in Phuket. It absolutely makes no sense. A COVID positive person has to quarantine for 10 days and also a high risk contact has to quarantine for 10 days. I don't even believe that follows any form of science whatsoever. That to me is just a money making operation. They're not even following the basic public health ministry's guidelines. I don't know. I just thought this was such a bizarre order that the governor released that it needed to be actually broadcast so people see the ridiculousness of it. If officials want to know why people are not coming to the country, they need to look at stuff like this this stuff here fully vaccinated with booster high risk contacts are being put in 10 day quarantine in phuket now how ridiculous is that and finally the phuket news daily report Plawan safe as Bentley rolls an accident goes up in flames. Varasid Plawan Isara, owner of the upscale resort Sipanwa on Phuket's east coast, has been involved in yet another serious incident involving a car, this time losing control of his 30 million baht Bentley, which overturned three times before going up in flames while returning from Kaulak in Panya. Local civil rights group files formal request to resolve slew of issues. Some 60 members of the Phuket Community Rights Development Network gathered in front of the new Phuket Provincial Hall yesterday to submit a formal request to the Phuket Governor to expedite action on a slew of grievances affecting local residents. And finally, the Phuket Governor issues Songkran Restriction Order. Phuket Governor Narong Wun Si has confirmed there will be no water play in Phuket during the Songkran festivals through a provincial order issued last night. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.